Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Markets. I think one of the more interesting developments on the CME this week was the Class 4 milk push above Class 3 milk settlements. The two products were neck and neck for a bit, but the premium is now very much prevalent as U.S. cheese prices move lower and butter and nonfat dry milk remain strong. In fact, nonfat dry milk prices lifted over barrel cheddar values for the first time since January of 2014. As nonfat dry milk is the most globally traded product, international fundamentals surrounding tight milk outside of the U.S., as well as tightening supplies in the U.S., of course, are taking center stage. Speaking to global markets, there was also a pretty bullish global dairy trade auction on Tuesday that has confirmed further support on dairy commodities. I think it's best to talk today and kick off the episode to talk about dairy product production data, as that's fresh on everyone's minds, given that the data just came out yesterday. Lucas, now that you've had some time to absorb those numbers, what are some of the most important takeaways for U.S. markets on that report? Thanks, Alyssa. Always a lot of data in this report. So we're talking about September this month. Total cheese production up yet again as expected. And I think important to note is that cheddar volumes recovered versus prior year levels. There's a slight dip lower into August, which was a little bit surprising, but with the expanded production capacity, we are seeing stronger output of cheeses in most varieties, actually. Really notable is cheddar cheese production up more than 10% versus two years ago. So that kind of speaks to some of the production capacity and expanded uh, volumes that we've been noting lately. In butter, a little interesting. I think it was the third consecutive month of weaker production. Butter volumes had been pretty decent so far this year. We're a little bit lower versus prior year on a year-to-date basis, but overall they're was an attitude that there was plenty of butter being produced across the country. I think notably that has shifted a little bit though in recent months, as as you mentioned, milk is tightening up and that is keeping product from flowing into class four plants. I think it's a little bit supportive to the butter price overall, but what is a key driver there has been the very strong inventories that we had throughout most of the year until recently when product is being pulled from storage at a quicker than expected pace. Dry way, I think aligned with trend overall, still slightly weaker output. Way markets have been supported in the lower 60 cent per pound range over the past few weeks at the CME spot market. No huge changes there as Dryway stocks also a little bit weaker versus prior year and prior month levels. Finally, uh, maybe most importantly or most supportive in this report was nonfat dry milk and skim milk powder production still down sharply versus prior year, down more than 10% on a combined basis. Stocks as well, weakening lower versus prior month Slightly higher versus prior year, but overall, there's firm support here in nonfat dry milk. I think this data would be supportive and bullish if we hadn't seen uh, CME spot values climb into the 150s here in recent weeks. Overall, I think it underpins these markets, coupled with the firm global demand will keep nonfat dry milk supported for the indefinite period uh, moving forward. So some exciting data there in the dairy products report. 
Making a transition into international commentary, U.S. September trade figures were also released yesterday, and they were very strong despite continued chatter from the industry that it remains very difficult to move product in a timely manner. It's very possible that a lot of the strong exports were booked during the early summer months and just set sail in September. There are some concerns that destination markets will eventually overbuy to compensate for shipping delays, but given the tight global milk atmosphere, this isn't expected to create a downturn in the market in the near term at all. Yeah, I think just to add there, Alyssa, some really impressive export numbers into September. So I think your point stands well, uh, even with all the port issues and logistical challenges This is likely product that was booked at some point earlier in the summer that's finally moving away from U.S. shores. Cheese exports quite strong, up more than 20%. Even fats, butter and AMF both uh, departing U.S. ports. And nonfat dry milk, of course, uh, still on track for a record year of exports. Each month over the past uh, several months, we've seen record volume for that specific month, and September was no change there. I do think going forward, though, as port issues intensify, we could see some challenges pop up here in some of this data, but that will be uh, not revealed for a few months here as we wait for shipments throughout Q4 to show up in the data. Maybe shifting here just a little bit onto the GDT, November's first auction recorded a 4.3% jump versus the prior event, the biggest gain in eight months. Support derived from most products here, yet again, powders and fats, even cheddar uh, seeing a significant increase there. On whole milk powder, it was kind of expected to see further strength. The gains were pretty much aligned with what NZX expectations had shown. Skim milk powder, though, bullish there from most regions, Weighted average prices jumping 6.6%. Fonterra climbing sharply into multi-year highs there. Just continues to be impressive as global demand remains firm. Finally, on fat, uh, maybe a trend, I think, over the past few auctions, but fat defying expectations and climbing sharply. Bullish moves there as well. It's been interesting to look at uh, where that product is going and who the key buyers are at GDT. Alyssa, do you have any insight on that? You know, it's pretty interesting. Africa is paying a premium to secure dairy commodities, and that included cheddar, skim milk powder, and anhydrous milk fat, or AMF. And that underlines the tight supply situation that we continue to hear about, as Africa is likely short and now has nowhere else to turn. Additionally, European purchases on the platform were the strongest in two years, as supply concerns are prevalent everywhere you look. That does it for this week. We hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. And of course, more comprehensive analysis can be found on our dashboard. Don't forget, if you're not a customer yet or a subscriber of our intelligence, head to the website, request a free trial today and get access to all of this global intelligence. All right. We'll be back next week. Thanks so much. Cheers. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And if you're interested in receiving more information as well as our analysis, please visit highgrounddairy.com to request a free 30-day trial today. Futures and options trading involves substantial risk and is not suitable for all investors.